A quick note, there are descriptions of violence in this episode that are not suitable for everyone. This is Vestiges of Violence, a weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For Human Angle, I am Hamida. What if repentant Boko Haram members were to come back and live in your town? Would you be able to live with them? The history of insurgency in Northeast Nigeria can be traced back to lectures from a radical Islamic cleric called Muhammad Yusuf, the condemned secular education and the workings of the state. Acts of deviance followed. Soon, it grew into violent clashes with Nigerian security forces and before you could say, up Nepal, it became a full-blown war. Today, the Boko Haram insurgency has killed over 37,000 people and displaced about 2.5 million people. Millions more are in desperate need of humanitarian assistance because of the impacts of the crisis. It is a sad episode in the country's history. Even sadder is that it is yet to end. We migrated years ago due to the Boko Haram insurgency. They burnt our houses, collected our foodstuff, and murdered a lot of people. For fear of our own safety, we had to leave. I'm from Nejede. We were driven out by Boko Haram members. Boko Haram drove us out. They killed a lot of our people, and that made us run for our lives. I am from Gulumba. Boko Haram drove us out of Gulumba. They said Islam had taken away our property and threatened us. That was when we realized it was time to leave and left for Madugori. We stayed in the IDP camp in Gidan, Turkey. This is the fourth year. Those are three displaced women currently living in Madugori, Borno State. They are from different communities, many kilometers away from each other. But their stories of displacement by Boko Haram terrorists have a lot in common. In 2016, the Nigerian government launched a deradicalization program so that members of Boko Haram who surrender can be rehabilitated and reintegrated into society without facing trial. Thousands of former terrorists have successfully passed through this program known as Operation Safe Corridor. Many of them are back in their home communities. Others who have nowhere to call home or who were sent packing by the residents resort to camps for internally displaced people. There is only one problem. The IDPs don't like their faces either. These are former members of a group that killed their families and loved ones, raped their sisters, daughters and mothers, slaughtered their fathers and forced their brothers to join their rank. The same group that made them leave their communities only to become refugees who depend on handouts to survive. Will the victims accept to live with these repentant terrorists? Um, 
Never. They have brought a lot of suffering upon us. We had to beg for clothes to wear when we came here. It is impossible for us to live together. They murdered a lot of us and kidnapped many. They burnt our houses and collected the little foodstuff we had. We had to beg for clothes to wear. As it is now, we are still suffering. Some babies are still breastfeeding. How will they be taken care of? It is impossible for us to live together. If it were up to me, we would never live in the same community. They came and killed our men, brothers and relatives. We have been suffering for a long time. We do not like them the way they do not like us. What I suggest is that the king should provide a separate place for them and keep them under his custody. Actually, if it was up to me, I think if they can abandon their violent wills, we can live together in peace. I believe this is destined. I believe what happened to me was destined to be. If they decide to drop their weapons and avoid violence, we will live in peace. Just like these women, the opinions of others from locals to political leaders also vary. The government's deradicalization and reintegration program is very controversial, but the opinion that is hardly sought is that of the beneficiaries of the program itself, former Boko Haram members. My life has been disturbing me. I'm in a state of regret. After committing all those crimes, I'm back to Nigeria and was accepted by my friends and family. Nothing has happened to me and I thank God. That is why I'm regretting the past and all my actions. To those in the bush, I advise them to repent because this is not part of religion. We were told in Gombe State that this was not part of our religion and we know it. They should repent and accept their wrong things. That's it for today's episode of Vestiges of Violence. Join in next week for another insightful story. This episode was written by Kunle Adebajo, edited by Osato Edobayi, and produced by Abba Toku. Translation by Mariam Mustafa, Anita Eboibe, Aishat Babatunde, and Murtala Abdullahi. The senior producers are Osato Edobayi and Anita Eboibe. The executive producer is Ahmed Selkida. For more stories, go to humanangle.ng. I am Hamida.